Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 31. We are one week away next Saturday on the 29th at 6 p.m. Be having a talk at Southport High School. Do not forget, please enter into door 11. And we're just going to have a conversation. Um, at last several, there's been several episodes that I'd like to cover. And just a really important topic about value and purpose and where we find it and how we go about that in our lives. So I really hope you can make it. Please bring somebody who uh, might be able to benefit from that or just would like to hear a, a good talk on that type of topic. So very excited about that. And then I hope all of you had a chance to listen to last episode. If you haven't done that yet, pause this one and go back to last week because I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, uh, Seth Bryant, who is down in Virginia. A uh, good old pastor that I used to uh, kind of run around with. We were, he was been always been a mentor of mine and somebody that I've always looked up to. So I uh, had a great conversation about what it looks like to love yourself and why sometimes we have such a difficult time doing that. So a very important, again, conversation, a uh, good topic. So please go back and listen to that. So last weekend... I was at and a part of an event called The Awakening. It's an event for uh, high school students from freshmen to seniors. And really, it's just an opportunity for people who are in the faith to, I think, grow more in their faith. And then it's also a chance for those who really are maybe just seeking out a little bit more about who God is and what He means to their life. And it's a weekend full of different talks and conversations and good community between people that um, are kind of living in the same area for the most part. Um, I got an opportunity to be the uh, a table leader. So I had eight different high school kids sitting at my table. And as, after each talk, we'd have conversations and discuss things a little bit uh, on a deeper level. And I get to hear from them and exactly how it impacted them and what they took away from it. So... They each got a chance to take notes and share their opinions and thoughts. And then fun way to do it is we actually, they had the opportunity to act out. Um, they put a skit together or a poster of what it is that we learned. So we did that a couple times and uh, my group was just awesome. I mean, they're a great group of guys who you could tell some of them were further along in their faith than others. But all, all along, they just, um, you know, just were, were seeking some truth. And uh, I had a assistant table leader who was a senior, and he was awesome. And I was just a great, um, I think, a great mentor to the other guys, but also a great example of what it looks like to just enjoy your life. And um, he was just a, uh, it was it was great to work with him. There were several things I think when you go through stuff like that, where part of it's like, yeah, you're you're going in there, and your your goal is to help them and uh, maybe shared, shed some light from your experience. But as we know, in most cases, whenever we're helping somebody else, typically, typically in that situation, we're also being helped at the same time. So like God was speaking to me, and, I, and He was speaking to them at the, at the same time. And I thought I wanted to share with you a couple of the things that He had um, pointed out to me. But one of the things that I think the biggest part was, I was just kind of... Um, I don't even know the, really the right word to use for it. I, I guess re-energized or maybe um, I found hope again in this generation. So, you know, the 
kids in high school, kids in middle school right now, they get a bad rap. I know that they do. I've said things myself because it's just like some of it just seems like they just don't care about um, certain stuff. But being able to sit there and have a conversation with those that are in that age group and realize, here's the thing. And this is how I, I, I worded it in my head and I was, as I was thinking about sharing this point with you is all we did really is hand them just a little bit of truth. And then they grabbed it and they ran with it. So and I'm not saying partial truth. So when I say a little bit of truth, it's like obviously we couldn't hand them every single thing that they needed to know and just throw it all in their face and hope they deal with it. No. We gave them a little bit of piece of this, a little bit of piece of that as each talk was given. And then they grabbed it and they decided, you know, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to apply it? Am I going to think about it? Am I just need to set this to the side for now and maybe come back to it later? So it's just like you're giving them something and then they have the opportunity to, to really take a hold of it and start uh, kind of working it into what their life looks like. I'd imagine it's kind of a, a picture of, um, a football team. So in a way, these kids were the running backs. And so uh, the, uh, they got an offensive line. You've got people blocking for them. And I'm the quarterback, and I'm just handing them the ball. And it's up to them whether they want to follow the right path and what they're going to do with that specific uh, play in their lives. So I was just so encouraged because, again, with the way this uh, generation looks like, it just seems like sometimes it's, you know, what's this world going to look like when they get older? But reality is, you just give them a little bit, they ran with it, and they did an amazing, amazing work with it. And God was able to use the, that truth to impact their lives. And I hope it's to impact them for their eternal lives as well. We had several guys who said, you know, they met Jesus for the first time. And for really, like for real the first time. And I think that was just, that's amazing. That's what you, you know, you hope for. One of the other second main thing that I feel like I was just thrown my direction is I, to, I explained this to a friend of mine, but the most, the biggest word that I could use for that weekend was just refreshing. It was just refreshing because God, again, was showing things to me. I know that he was showing things to every person that was there and that was a part of it. Sometimes we need just kind of a renewal of our minds. There's a verse that was used over the weekend, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with it. It's in Romans 12, 2. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, we get caught up in life. There's just no doubt about it. We have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of things at work. We have things with our family. We have issues with the car. We know we should have turned in our, maybe our taxes by now. <laughs> I don't know. I think you have to like April. But, you know, we just have a lot of stuff happening. And sometimes it's just like we get, I think, bombarded by what life has to throw at us. And it's not even so much that we're not prepared for it. It's, it has a lot to do with the fact that we're just getting so much at one time. And I feel like it's like I've used the boat analogy before. If the water starts getting in the boat, then that's when things start sinking. It's not necessarily the fact that there's a storm going on and that the water is hitting the outside of the boat. It's what's happening on the inside. 
And that's what really sinks the ship. So we tend to internalize a lot of different things that we experience, whether it's good things, bad things, whether it's what somebody said that was lifting us up or somebody said that was tearing us down. Reality is we've, we have a lot going on and I, I, it just feels like we are more busy than we ever have been. But so we need certain things to be a part of our lives to, like it says in that verse, to renew our mind. I think that's what God wants to do. And he said a very powerful, like just heavy word is, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's not like a transformation. It's not just like, to me, it's not just a, you know, a little bit of change here, a little bit of change there. Like it's a, it's a whole change. I think when I, when I use uh, an example at the table with these guys was, it's like uh, being transformed, like when you think of Transformers, uh, the movie, like you have a whole car that just completely transforms into something completely different and more powerful than when it was a car. So a transformation in our lives is the exact same thing. We were kind of just a car, but then we transform into this new thing that in, in, a, in a different perspective is much more powerful because we're using the spirit inside of us to really help us renew our mind back to the way that God wants it to be. And he says the reason why we want this to happen, the reason why we want to renew our minds, is then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We talk about wanting to God, want to know God's will all the time. Well, here's how you do it. You go about it by helping, or basically by letting Him transform you by you renewing your mind. Think about that this week as you head out into the craziness of the world. I appreciate all that listen. Again, can't wait to see all of you if you can make it next weekend. Southport High School, there'll be a conversation on value and purpose. It's called It's a Matter of Life, and it'll be at 6 o'clock. Don't forget to enter into door 11. Uh, come to the Facebook page and message me if you need directions or help or have any questions on it. Again, have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you next week.